Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just in time for our 305 segment where Wade Caps Cabbage <laughs> joining us for Wednesday wow. with Wade. I thought it was a 3.30 segment, in which, and I thought much like Phileas, what is it, Phineas, whoever the Jules Verne character is in Around the World in 80 Days, right. who won his bet by using all 60 seconds of the last yes. stroke of midnight, Yes, I thought that I had to be here by 3.37, in which case I was only slightly late. <laughs> so, so, so I used the full minute. By the way, even before the subject I, of- And I don't want to blame Angela because I confirmed with no. her today and I said right after three, she said yes. But I, I also told her like two months ago to start telling you to be here at 2.30. I, I know. I know. It's, there is, it is- I don't have a lot of downtime in my job. No, I, 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 I suppose I, I, and I'm not faulting you. No, no, for I know, that. I know, I know. But no, it's the I thought even before the topic of my uh, uh, typical tardiness was raised, I was going to point out that we almost had the benefit of a pure uh, uh, Laverne and Shirley moment. Where now I don't know if I'm dating. I know I'm dating myself. I are you familiar with? I, Laverne? I'm I'm familiar with okay, Shirley Mago, House and Pfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the ongoing shtick they had there was, you know, Laverne and Shirley would be at their wits end. You know, things couldn't get worse. They're, they're, whoever was trying to date Carmine, it wasn't going well. And they'd usually be slumped on their couches and say, geez, Cheryl, it just couldn't get any worse. Right. And then at that moment, what would happen? Lenny and Squiggy would kick down the door. And so, so just as I was walking in the door, I didn't know you were talking about the Mueller report. All I heard, all I heard was like, Godforsaken nightmare or, or whatever, whatever you said. This awful. There's this is there was something. This awful right. turn of events. So that was. And you thought I was talking about potholes? <laughs> you know, I, no, I thought you were talking about me. Um, so the in this analogy, you were either Laverne or Shirley. Take your pick. Right. And I was Lenny or Squiggy, and I think I'd prefer Squiggy. I I, uh, so. I think I think most of the time I would be a Laverne. I'm not really right. sure. But I think you would consider me a Laverne. You have a lot of sweaters with your own like initial non-grammed yeah. uh, no, on. A cursive a lot, S. A lot of, a lot of I Heart logos. That's true. I, I do used to drink, and I used to be really horny and slutty. I, I used to live in Milwaukee. <laughs> well, there you go. I did used to live in Milwaukee. And, and what was the name? Was it Shots was Brewery? Strange. Yeah, you do know we're on the air, don't you? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> so how did the, uh, before we get into whatever time we have for serious stuff, yes. how did your first pitch go with the Mud Hens game the other night? It was right over the plate. It was a perfect... In, in the air? It was right over the plate. <laughs> in the air? <laughs> and it would have been a perfect strike had the plate been 55 feet away from the mound as opposed to the standard 60 feet, 6 inches. So it, it, I'm, I, I think I'm mad at myself because every bit of advice I've ever gotten was... Go throw the ball over the catcher's head. Throw the ball over the catcher's you head. You don't want to be short. Try to throw it over, throw it out of the stadium. Not just that you don't want to be short. It is that there's something about the mound and the angle that it, if you throw it in a way that feels normal and comfortable, you will bounce it in the dirt. So I have thrown out first pitches before, not at fifth third field, but for you know little league games or whatnot. And I've always used that standard. I've always attempted to throw it over the catcher's head, and it was always a perfect strike, truly. 
So I had that same thing uh, coursing through my mind uh, the other night. Only this time, instead of throwing it over the catcher's head, it you know I threw it over the imaginary plate fifty-five feet away. So it was somewhat in the dirt, but straight over the plate. <laughs> so count for something. It I is guess. a uh, it is a commentary uh, on my. Uh, it's how about this? It's some sort of a commentary that the eight-year-old girl who threw right before me was perfect. Perfect strike. <laughs> perfect strike. So so I have never been asked to throw out a first pitch. For anything, let alone for the mud hens, try to throw it over the catcher's head. I, I'm not sure I would accept. It would be, it would be a lot of fun and probably make for great fodder on the show for a long, long time. Uh-huh. But but I'm I'm not sure I would accept for that very reason. Um, I didn't play baseball as a kid. I know you're probably shocked by that. It, it wasn't. I, I mean, it was not a Mariah Carey sort of effort. I mean, if you go to YouTube, you can see plenty of okay. Even George Herbert Walker Bush has. You know, you go to the worst first you know, uh, ceremonial first pitches of all time. And you see pitches that somehow end up in a dugout, uh, you know, p- pitches that go up in the stands. There was one where there was sort of a promotional car <laughs> driving behind the catcher and the person ended up seriously like, threw it and hit the, hit the, uh, the person who was driving. I mean, it was in the dirt, right? But it was not, it was nowhere in the right. galaxy. Of, otherwise, of, otherwise respectable. Yeah, it was. Um, in fact, I'd like to think it was just, uh, my split finger is so nasty uh, that the bottom dropped out, and had there been a batter, he would have still swung at it. I mean, it was within the realm of possibility that this could have, you could have swung and missed at it. Fair um, enough. But it's, uh, if you ever throw out a first pitch, aim to throw it over the catcher's head, and it'll probably be just right. It's uh, 344, Wednesday with Wade, Mayor Wade Capscavage in studio with us. Uh, yesterday we had uh, Rossford Mail, Mayor. Neil McKinnon on our show, and we talked about the big news of, of Amazon building a fulfillment center in Rossford. Is this also good news for the city of Toledo? It is also good news for the city of Toledo for uh, at l- certainly one reason and maybe even a second reason. The first reason is that uh, though it is located in the city of Rossford, it is also located in a JEDZ, a joint economic development zone with the city of Toledo. So the at least 1,000 jobs, maybe 1,500, and if things go perfectly, 3,000 jobs that are created there. Uh, the city of Toledo will you know, derive a percentage benefit of the income tax receipts. So um, you know, for a project this size, you know, it could be $300,000. For a project that's not even located in our municipal boundaries, that's, that's you know, Toledo benefits from that. Now, we entered that agreement because we provide resources and services and infrastructure to Rossford. This is why we have JEDZs with cities, uh, friendly partner cities like that. So we could benefit that way. Some of our citizens undoubtedly uh, would work there. That would benefit them and their families. But a And those are certain. Those are certain benefits. A third potential benefit that is very possible, though not yet to the point of an announcement. Is that I would get cat food delivered same day? Well, you would get cat food delivered same day if Amazon or one of its competitors built a distribution center. Oh, okay. In the so city of Toledo. There is right. a difference, right? So, yeah. and uh, again, there, there's no announcement here, but we, uh, of the uh, larger industrial sites that we have in Toledo, maybe Southwick, maybe Northtown, maybe some other places like that, these uh, these online retailers, and this is just the way the, the world is changing, you know, uh, as... 
the bricks and mortar, JCPenney's and Sears's of the world go through their struggles. The new model is that a fulfillment center gets built, in our case, in Rossford. But then these companies also need what are what are known as distribution centers. To use a sloppy analogy that show that reveals my intellectual uh, <laughs> capabilities, if if the elves make the toys at a fulfillment center, right, it is at the distribution center that they load the toys on the sleigh. So Toledo very well may, and in fact, very well may. Uh, be the sort of place that attracts a distribution center in the very near future, which uh, they are sometimes referred to as a last mile thing. So the orders will be fulfilled in Rossford, but then they would go to a location in Toledo. And from there, they would, your cat food would end up in your house the next day. So perhaps by a drone. That would, that's, uh, that's a little more Jetson, uh, George Jetson for me. But, hey, the world is moving quickly. Who knows what the future holds? But, no, Toledo will certainly benefit from this. And, and I agree with you, and I think it's great for Northwest Ohio. My question is, is was Toledo ever in the running for the fulfillment center? I mean, when you look at this, the 100 acres that that, uh, that Amazon is using in the Rossford area at the crossroads, uh, we have a lot of land, as you may be aware, that would have been available for Amazon to use. I think specifically of Southwick, which may not be as much land as they need. I think it's about half the acreage, but there's certainly a lot of other property immediately around Southwick, as well as other property that the uh, land bank, which which used to run, uh, mm-hmm. has also purchased. We certainly had conversations with Amazon, and we continue to have conversations with Amazon about other opportunities, including distribution centers of, of the sort we just talked about. Um, I would say that for a lot of reasons, it is just more attractive to companies like Amazon to uh, plow a green field than it is to try to reimagine something more urban. But that's not the only holdback. The the the, yeah, the tax, size taxes. Eh, it's not so else? much. It's 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 not that as much as it really is land. I mean, public school system. I uh, urban areas have challenges that uh, suburban so, areas don't so have. Ross, so Rossford had lower taxes and a better public education system. That may or may not be the case. I'm not sure. Um, but I don't know that that was central to their location decision. Uh, I don't know this answer. It would take a quick glance of data to see whether they are lower tax. Maybe they are, maybe there aren't. Educational system is a judgment call or something that we all have opinions on. But even if those were true, I don't know that that was central to their decision. I think they liked having a hundred acres that they could gobble up pretty quickly. Believe it or not, Southwick's a big site. It's only 65 acres. Um, as a sense of scope, the marina project, you know, the metro park they're building, that's huge tract of land. That's 70 acres. And there's finally some progress there, too. I saw a story on WTOL today where we're actually seeing some development taking place there. Yeah, no, it, it, we are. The 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 housing, uh, the Frank Cass project closest to where this sports arena used to be is coming into shape and should be done by next spring at the latest. Uh, that entire metro park will be done all phases from the old sports arena down to the Craig Bridge uh, within two and a half years. And there will be an amphitheater and what, a lot of wonderful things. But the point is, that's 70 acres, and that's a lot of land. Uh, Amazon wanted 100 for this. If we got really creative and we would have to cobble together parcels that we don't own yet and, and, and sort of did some other funky transfers, we could probably gather together about 200 acres in the city of Toledo. It would be over sort of Hagman Road, 
you know, a Lexus uh, near the, 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 the speedway. We could do that, but that's 200 max. One of the advantages places like Rossford has is they have hundreds and hundreds of acres. And it's just an advantage they have. Fortunately, we have uh, relationships with them whereby we provide certain city services they can't provide, and then we derive tax benefit from them. So it, it's a good partnership. They have more land, there's no question. Now, are, we add value to. Are there any concerns in in your office right now or with the, with the council that with Amazon moving here, and we, we see what's happening with Amazon nationally, and they've been great for, for commerce, uh, in particular e-commerce, and they've been uh, great for a lot of small entrepreneurs to have national and international distribution, but we're also seeing them destroy the traditional retail model. And, and we have a lot of great 419 locally made, uh, local owned shops here in the, the area that, that I wonder what, what kind of future they have uh, with Amazon here or not. Uh, but with Amazon based here, long term, I don't know what that does for some of these smaller shops. That that is a probably the same concern that a hundred years ago, fifty years ago, we had when malls and Walmart and Campbell exactly. I was in. just about to say the same thing. The concerns you raise were probably raised fifty years ago when malls were being built, and look what happened to malls. Now, yeah. now malls now are we, dead. Now or, we've got a lot of uh, malls that are. That's that are right. Yeah. <laughs> that we're looking to repurpose right. into uh, fulfillment centers or distribution centers, or. Maybe 35 years ago, those small businesses faced the same concerns when a, when Sears came in or JCPenney came in. And now the now uh, the free market has spoken and those, those places are struggling. It, the, it is a real concern. It is a real concern. It is something that we are worried about in the city. But I think the Chamber of Commerce and the Regional Growth Partnership and all of us are worried about how this affects those you know, uh, I don't say blue collar, but those locally produced mom and pop, sh- mom and pop shops. To some extent, there's no putting the toothpaste back in the tube. Um, if you look around the streets of Toledo today, no one's driving a horse and buggy anymore. <laughs> you know, when the economy changes, there's a lot of broken legs. Understood. The with the, when you, know, you look the, around this the, office, the potholes. That's a pothole I, reference. Uh, the but, wouldn't you concede? Uh, we'll get back to. Wouldn't you concede that the pothole situation is better than? I mean, it's there are potholes. Yeah, but I, I think that the blitz. On your way out, I want you to drive past uh, Superior and Lafayette, yeah. if you would, please. Are there potholes? Absolutely. I think there are not as many as there were in May. <laughs> but but this, this particular pothole has been okay. filled seven times since I've lived here. Let's finish the point I was on, and then <laughs> then we will come back. We, we, we've got about a minute here, and we're okay. already late because okay. because we got a late start to the segment. I'm just well, saying. But, but nonetheless, if you don't like the horse and buggy analogy, looking around this office, there are no typewriters no, here. No. When the world changes, when the market changes, you either got to adapt or survive. I don't know what the solution is when things like Amazon happen, but... The private sector struggling with this as much as government is, is what I'm saying. And, and it's, it's it's not just Amazon that's to blame. They're they're an easy target, uh, but it's not entirely Amazon's fault. And if you create create a unique product or provide a unique service, I knew eventually you would reveal yourself as an AOC fan. Is that uh, is is that what's in fact? It's embarrassing. Wow, I can't even pronounce. <laughs> what, what's her name? The congresswoman from Queen yeah, from the Bronx, uh, Alexandra Cortez. Uh, okay. That's right. Isn't she an anti-Amazon person? She, I'm not an anti-Amazon. I know. I'm giving you a hard time. I'm just kidding. Would you like to look at my Amazon <laughs> order history? That's right. I, no, just, just, I just now got an alert that my cat right. food is finally here, so my cats can eat no, tonight. No, I just got it. No, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. No, it just shows 
the interesting bedfellows that issues like this raise. We, yeah. we all have heartburn about what's happening here, but what do you do about it? Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's going to be great for the area long term. And hopefully we'll, we'll spark some new innovations in Northwest Ohio as well. And, and I know one of your initiatives has been to, to bring uh, technology opportunities to the city as well. Uh, more, more of the technology opportunities than just hard labor all the time. We have blue-collar DNA in this town. And we should, we're proud of it. We should be proud of it. We're the community that made glass and then made cars and you know, made the, literally the machines that put men on the moon. We still have that. And we should still be proud of it. Jeep employee, the new Jeep plant is a big part of the reason that Chrysler is turning a profit. There's probably 7,500 people working there now, but it's not an either or. I might argue that the reason that that uh, Jeep complex in North Toledo is as profitable as it is, is because there are so many robots. Uh, There is a thousand robots in that plant. You can, uh, our blue collar DNA can work with modern technology to make all of us more productive. And at any rate, our economy now is only 15% manufacturing. We have diversified into some technological white collar space that I think is healthier for our economy long term. Literally in less than one minute. (laughs) Since you mentioned uh, Toledo's role in putting man on the moon, uh, in about one hour, it will be the 50th anniversary of the splashdown Mm. of Apollo 11. And, And the city of Toledo did play an integral role in putting man on the moon. Uh, Neil Armstrong was from Wapakoneta. That's not in Toledo, but Toledo is the largest big city to his home. Gene Krantz, the flight director of the Apollo missions, including Apollo 11, born and raised in Toledo, Central Catholic grad. The elevator that Neil Armstrong took that took him from the ground to the top of a Saturn V rocket on July 16th was built over on Spencer Street at Houghton Elevator in Toledo. And when they got to the moon, they were protected from outer space by Owens Corning made fibers. Toledo played a big role in this. And if you want a heads up about where one of my crazy ideas um, that, frankly, I tried to do a year ago uh, when maybe we could have celebrated this uh, this week, (laughs) but I'm going to keep pushing it. I think we should rename our airport after Gene Kranz. Now, I I, I was poo-pooed a little bit when I mentioned that to some of my friends at the Port Authority. They're like, you know, every couple of years, you know, someone, you know, a famous person, and they would name it Jamie Farr. And. Katie Holmes, and I get it. None of those folks are aviation pioneers. No, I, I, I literally mean, put a man on the moon. I would love to fly in and out of Katie Holmes myself, but I think Gene Kranz International Airport, what, uh, makes a lot of sense. On that note, we should probably wrap things up. I will let you finish on that note. <laughs> Mary Kavsakavich. See you in a month. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.